Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. My name is Sam. Muggsy is with me. Muggsy, how you doing? All's well, my brother. All's well. Okay. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. Absolutely. It's um, it's a great, great point in the season right now for the Hornets. Fans are back in the building. They got a nice little winning streak going on. We're going to get to all of that in this episode, as well as some, some March Madness talk as well. But first... We got to wish a very special individual a happy birthday. I mean, it's a Hornets podcast. We have Muggsy Bogues on the podcast. We can't not say happy birthday to Larry Johnson. Uh, so, happy birthday to Larry Johnson. You're right, man. Got to wish the big fella happy B-Day, man. It's so great to see uh, him still being part of this uh, this world in terms of being able to con- con- uh, continue to give. You know, you're up there with New York, but it's just a blessing, man, to celebrate your birthday with your, your, your friends, even though we're not in the same uh, presence with one another. And we can just, you know, text each other and continue to communicate in that aspect. Uh, I got to see some of the highlights, the Hornet show yesterday, you know, me passing him the ball, him doing his thing, slamming them some folks. Uh, so that was a good celebration uh, tribute they gave him. So it's good to uh, know that uh, they still, you know, a class organization that even though if you're not part of them, you know, in today's society that, they let you know they're still thinking of them. Yeah, it's great. Like the Hornets have a lot of, I mean, you know, Hornets have a lot of history with them. And it's great that they haven't forgotten about the beginnings, you know? Yes. Uh, it's, it's very important in sports. To, there's no now without the then. And so um, even being in the building, seeing your face, Larry's face, Dell's face, like all the legendary Hornets players around the arena is like really cool. I'm really glad they, they're holding on. To the history yeah. of the franchise. Yeah, they do a great job uh, with the alumni, with the tradition, keeping it alive and keeping it relevant. And, uh, and and a lot of fans really enjoy that. Yeah, so um, happy birthday, LJ. Happy birthday, big fella. Allow me a moment to thank one of our sponsors, Bet Online. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing, and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming, and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest, as Bet Online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now back to the show. We'll, we'll get into professional basketball in a second, but it's an exciting time of the year right now on the college scene. March Madness kicks off or tips off to use the right sports analogy there, uh, mm-hmm. this Thursday with the first four and the first round of the tournament is Friday. Uh, Muggsy, do you have any thoughts overall about March Madness? Anything you're looking out for? Uh, anything looking forward to? Uh, man, this is the most exciting time for me, you know, March Madness, you know, because there's a lot of Cinderella teams that people don't really hear about, they don't get the national attention on a daily basis. Um, and you will hear some upsets. You know, you're not here it is, you got Iona. 
you know, Rick Pitino, 15 seed going into, you know, going into to the tournament, and, and which is very surprising. So uh, it could be an upset. Who knows? Uh, facing a team like that, but uh, I mean, that's that's what it's all about. You know, everybody have an opportunity. Everybody have a chance, even though it's now they're in a bubble. You know, where it's, it's a little different than what it normally is, but. This is some exciting time, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, my my school. Sh- shout out to the Salukis, Southern Illinois University. Um, were last in their tournament in 2007. That like that spring, I enrolled in the fall of 2007. So they haven't been anywhere near the tournament since. So every year when the tournament rolls around, I'm just like a, uh, I, I guess a, a third party to it really like able to be like really neutral about it really really interested in the individual players and potential prospects coming out of the tournament who can make a jump get more attention on them maybe go from like second round pick to a first round pick that type of thing and even the superstars like Kate Cunningham Jalen Suggs Evan Mobley those guys uh, really looking forward to watching them play and uh seeing how they get busy in the in a very big stage that's it's really cool a lot of narrative going on which is really fun plus like you mentioned one game can change a lot <laughs> in an instance. Uh, That's so special about sports. Absolutely. And, you know, and unfortunately, you know, my university is nowhere to be seen. I'll be mentioned uh, part of NCAA basketball, which is Wake Forest. Uh, we got some time. You know, we got some time, but one day we will return. You know, one day we will return. So I'm looking forward to that day. Uh, but right now, I'm just going to enjoy the teams that are there um, because we're going to see some real excited young men uh, showcase their talent for possibly be plan on that next level one day but uh it's it's good to be a good time for a lot of people to really tune in because this is where you get excited a lot of enthusiasm goes on with March madness you know and you know it's no skin in the game per se i should say unless you got your bracket yeah. <laughs> uh, but um uh but this is what you know that's what you're looking forward to saying who um you know who'll be the last team standing yeah no so it'll be fun it'll be fun and uh who doesn't like more sports on, you know? Yeah. You know, plus Gonzaga, you know, they've yeah. been number one all year. You got Baylor. <laughs> I mean, you got Michigan. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, Illinois. I mean, a lot of teams is really, you know, surprising. Florida State, you know, and then, you know, here it is. Georgia Tech won the ACC. So you got a lot of surprising teams. Seven, you got what, seven teams in the ACC, <laughs> nine teams in, in the Big uh, Big 12. So, I mean, it's amazing. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, no, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. I'm keep, keeping a close eye on it. It's yeah. it normal like under normal circumstances. I get well, not normal circumstances because the Hornets are playing so well. Mm. Normally, I would be looking at the the, the college tournament, and be like, all right, who will be available in the lottery? It's looking like the Hornets <laughs> won't be in the lottery this year, which is great. That's so it's a really yeah. great thing. <laughs> That's a step step in the right direction. I'm knocking on wood because there's a lot of, a lot of basketball left to be played. But they're playing yeah. really well. Four game win streak. I think are they two yeah. games above? Well, five yeah. Right well, now? you have two games. Twenty eighteen right now. And, uh, twenty wins, uh, six place in standings. Yeah. Uh, got twenty wins just like Boston. They got twenty wins. So yeah. Um, and you know New York got twenty wins as well. Uh, but you know, I, but we still right there. You know, we still sixth place. Uh, this is a, a big road trip coming up. Um, looking forward to it. So uh, like I said, we got a four game winning streak going right now. So a lot of good things can happen. And I, I, it's really great, the timing of the fans coming back into the building um, to, to carry the team to yes. the finish line, so to speak. Because 
I, I was there Saturday for the Raptors game and being there, hearing the, uh, the, the folks in the building around 3000 people, uh, three, around 3000 fans in there. And I had, I had a tough time imagining no one in there, like for these right. players to go from no, no one in the seats to people in the seats. And that has to mean something to them. I hope like that energy is translate oh, I, to the court. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Cause that's how we grew up. That's how players grew up playing in front of fingers, you know, entertaining, you know, especially starts off from the black top, you know, the girls <laughs> out there watching and then it translated <laughs> to the gym. And they watching still and uh, everybody else is watching as well. But that's where you feed from. That's where you get your energy from. And, and uh, the guys, uh, you got to give them so much credit being able to, you know, play, you know, throughout all of that, you know, not having the fans, not having that six man to cheer them on to get them out, even though it's a professional sport. But you still like to have that extra adrenaline to get you over the hump. And that fan base is the one that carry you through. So having them back in the in the building for those last two games before they head off to the road trip, it can be very huge and very encouraging. So I'm um, glad this, this, the, the uh, fans got a chance to see the team, uh, first of all, and uh, to see the players up close, uh, see what the hype was all about. And I think the Hornets really lived up to it, and uh, as well as Melo. Um, so I'm just excited to see everybody starting to gel. We got everybody healthy. And um, let's see what happens. The podcast will continue in a second. I just want to take a brief moment to thank eBay for sponsoring us. Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And again, for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 and up, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Now back to the show. The team's fully healthy, um, yes. which is really great to see and offers a lot of options from the bench. I think Brego made it clear that uh, LaMelo's starting spot remains intact now that Devontae's healthy. Devontae's coming off the bench. He seems to be in, seems to be embracing that role um, mm-hmm. as the sixth or seventh man. It's really, mm-hmm. it's really weird because he comes in with other players. So, like, I can't say he's like, you know, he, he's in that first unit off the bench. Um, right. What do you make of Devontae um, in his new role, how he's embracing it, what you expect to see from him? Going forward. Well, he's a professional. He saw it coming. I mean, he knew that Mamela was drafted number two for a reason. And uh, and knowing the position that he plays, man, he came in and and came in and played exceptionally well. And uh, they didn't know how soon or how quickly, you know, he would be able to, you know, mature to that position right now. And here it is. It came quicker than they expected. And and I think and with Devontae being hurt, it did. It just propelled. Uh, and it made it a lot easier for Melo to um to really showcase what he's capable of doing. And it also gave Devontae an opportunity to really sit back and reflect on that it's a professional. I've got to continue to stay as that and continue to, you know, when my numbers call, go out there and do what I do. 
and, and uh, score the basketball, make guys around me better. And he hasn't missed a beat in that. And uh, and that's what makes the team that much depth, that much stronger, because you have the, the twin Cody, the uh, the Martin twins, and as well as Malik Mark. And now you got Devontae coming off the bench with that scoring punch. You know that adds a lot. So uh, and with those guys in that rotation, it makes it difficult for a lot of teams. Um, to just uh, focus on it because it, a lot of fresh bodies that's coming in and uh, and it allows the Hornets to, you know, to play that brand of basketball night in and night out. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of great. Like, it's really great. If yeah, having those options, Devontae and Monk off the bench, like the, the backcourt is super solid. And you mentioned the Martin twins who can who can nail an mm. open shot like at any point they can hit back to back threes and, and really swing momentum. So there's some really strong contributors. Um, in the backcourt, um, I think the team could use some reinforcements in the front court somehow, some way. There's some guys yeah. available, veteran wise, trade wise. Even mm-hmm. like now that the G League is over and the bubble's over, at least over for the swarm, uh, yeah. with Vernon Carey and Nick Richards back in the fold, maybe in the second half we can see more of them uh, to help add more depth in the front court. But the things are yeah, but I don't think I don't think they more looking at. I don't think they fit that as a rim protector. Plus, they're young, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't think anybody's going to be counting on those guys. Uh, but, you know, you, you know, it comes with a price, you know, in terms of wanting that rim protector. I mean, you're going to have to give out somebody. Yeah. And, and the way that guys are playing and looking at the situation, you need Devontae Graham. Malik, you know, could be available, you know, for teams up there. And Malik Mott as well. Who knows? Uh, but where he's playing, they may want to, you know, keep those guys part of that rotation because that's where the debt comes in that's what creates the debt you know those guys but it's a lot of things that's been floated and that's going to have to be addressed um if they want to you know try to take that next step or they just want to stay put and see what they can do with this unit um but then a lot of things are, are going to start to you know become interesting that that deadline get closer and closer is there anyone so like Marcus aldridge is out there um the hornets wouldn't have to give up anything for him um i think well, the well if, he, situ- if, the, if they get a buyout, if he decide to get a, oh, yeah, a buyout. Yeah. So there, there's uh, Drummond's kind of out there if he gets bought out. Uh, I think the right. Cavs are still holding out for a trade with him. We saw Blake Griffin come and go. Um, maybe Kevin Love. He's one of those guys like maybe a buyout candidate as well. Um, are there any any names you think uh, that would be that perfect fit for the Hornets to carry him the rest of the way? Or at least contribute? Well, you know. Uh, right now, you know, you you, you got to be careful what you want to give up. You know, you don't want to give up no first round picks and that sort of stuff uh, because, you know, that's what you kind of got your young player that you're kind of building around. That's the core. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you heard uh, rumors of possibly a Miles Turner or somebody and that sort. But, you know, you know, that could be limited. Miles, you know, even though he's what leading block shots right now, too. But I don't know if that really uh answer everything that you're trying to do. Uh, but who knows, you know, you Drummond is still a young guy. Um, if he want, if he get, you know, if he buy, get bought out, you know, get bought out and then to become interested. But then again, you know, where his mindset is, do he want to go to a, a team that he felt of as a contender, you know, somewhere like a Los Angeles and that sort of thing, you know, the Clippers or whoever, or Brooklyn, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so as opposed to coming to, you know, the Hornets. Um, so there was a lot of things, of course, Mitch Kupchak and, and his staff is thinking about. Um, but, you know, young players, you know, a Boucher, you know, yeah. would be perfect for uh, – but I know that the Hornets, I mean, the Raptors may not want to 
release him. Who knows? Um, I don't know what Kyle Larry and all that stuff going on and with Devontae Grant. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that would be a good piece that I would like, you know, could, you know, float around. But, you know, like guys like Alec and, and Wood at Houston, those guys, Jared Alec meaning at Cleveland yeah. and Wood at Houston, you know, those guys ain't going anywhere. Um, right. And Whiteside, you yeah, know, from Portland, who knows that, you know, but his contract and his situation could be a good situation. So who knows? Yeah, the, the deadline's coming up quickly. Um, I was I was listening to, I think, another another NBA podcast. And they were saying, like, with the playing games, more teams mm-hmm. are in it, basically. So fewer teams would be willing to make a move because they think they have a chance. So, like, there are fewer sellers than a normal season, a regular season, because more teams are like, all right, maybe we can get into that 10th or 9th spot and make something happen. So maybe we don't trade a guy. So it's, a, it's an interesting kind of setup ahead of the deadline. More, more um, I guess more uh nuances of it in it than a normal a normal setup but yeah hopefully it, it all depends i mean you look at a team like boston you know mm-hmm. market obviously could fit in with a guy a team like that you know who knows or a team like phoenix you know he could possibly fit in with a team just up and coming that's trying to you know do some damage um so uh but would he come to charlotte you know the market obviously would he come to charlotte so i mean so those you know it's smaller market you know, and uh, would he go back to Portland? I mean, yeah. all those a lot of things that been floating around, and uh, he gonna have to make that decision with you know what's best for him. That uh, that Rashawn Holmes from from Sacramento looks pretty good too. Like he look, he, he played. A- now, uh, now, now that's that's a possible. That's exactly another one I was about to say. Holmes, you know, and he's uh, I mean, he could be available. You know, um, with some interesting pieces. You know that. We have and that they have. They're looking for so who knows? You know, we know they got Fox. So yeah, I mean, you know, Vontae Graham, and who knows? They might have a double do combination with the guards. I don't know. So, but they got Buddy Hill. So I don't know. You know, it's a lot of things that goes into it. Oh, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so like you know, from this point forward, there's a West. The West Coast trip is kind of crazy. The Nuggets, the Clippers. Yeah. And the Lakers, not in that order. It's the, it's Denver Lakers Clippers in that order. Uh, mm-hmm. The next for this next upcoming week, um, I'm really I like you. I like watching Jokic a lot, so I'm I'm excited about that. And then obviously LeBron and uh, Kawhi on the slate. Like it's cool to watch these 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 superstars, MVP candidates, mm-hmm. uh, go up against our guys to see how the Hornets measure measure up against some top tier um, NBA talent. Um, what, what do you what do you think about this this road trip ahead of us and what the Hornets can kind of get out of it. Because I, honestly, I was watch, watching that Kings game. All I could think about was like, we need to win this game. The Hornets need to win this game because it's going to get tough after this. So what do you think about the Nuggets, Clippers, and Lakers uh, here on the schedule coming up? Well, I mean, the Hornets did exactly what they're supposed to do. Took care of business at home because, as you alluded to, it gets tough on the road. And which will be an opportunity to see exactly who they are and what they're capable of because they're going to be playing against a lot of elite teams. Devin Nuggets, the Lakers, as well as the Clippers. And it'll put them at a, you know, a, a, a standpoint to where they understand where they are elite-wise and what they need to continue to work on. Um, because the West and the East is, a, you know, I always say it's a little different brand of basketball. But, you know, you, you know, we had some success against some of the elite teams already. Brooklyn, yeah. You know, the Mavericks and so forth. So, 
um, it shouldn't be no difference in terms of being able to get up for those type of games. So, but it always came at home. And the Maverick was on the road, um, but so it's been a test for these guys, especially for the young guys. Um, but we'd be interested to see, you know, how we do. And it was a three, is it a three game road trip? Yeah. So it's the Denver and, and the LA home. teams, and then I think there's two games against the Spurs and the Rockets. Oh, okay. Um, going like after they spend their time on the West Coast. Coming uh, back, so it's like a five-game West Coast trip. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers, then the Spurs, then the Rockets, and then I think the Heat. Is this game in Charlotte? Uh, that's it. One second. Is this is this Spurs game in Charlotte? No. Okay. So yeah, the road trip ends in Texas, basically. Okay. With they then they come back. First game back in Charlotte, so twenty-sixth against the Heat. Mm-hmm. So it's a five-game road trip. Yep. Yeah, so this could be a big swing. You know, this could be a really um, – because everybody's right there, you know, that sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth spot, you know, um, uh, knocking, uh, looking outside, looking in, you know, with Toronto and those guys. Um, so we got uh, nothing to really, you know, spare, um, but hopefully not much to lose in terms of being able to – you know, whole game or whole serve, I should say, uh, on on the trip. But it's going to be a challenge. That first one always is the best one to get, though. Mm-hmm. And all that, like, I'm I'm really happy that the team's healthy in the way they're playing. Like, I'm I'm not as a fan. I'm not scared of these games entirely. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. all due respect to the Lakers and Clippers and Nuggets. Like, all any one of those teams can win the West, but uh. The Hornets are not going to be pushovers going into those games, and I'm really, I'm really excited to see them stack up against them. It's going to be really fun to watch. Kind of stay up late, but it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, they definitely ain't going to be no pushover, especially with that young fella pushing the ball down their throat. Let's just hope that uh, you know we can continue to stay healthy, as you say, mm-hmm. but you know continue to put the ball in the basket. But defensively, it's going to be the key. You know, if they oh, can man. stop anybody. You know, right now, you know, we're still on the average of 109 points. Um, Per game, and I think we need to score, defend, and stop teams from scoring on us to be able to, uh, you know, to come out on top. So um, I'm not afraid of them either. You know, I'm not afraid of any of these teams, uh, and I don't think the guys are. Uh, so it's going to be uh, exciting to see, you know, how they start out. Almost definitely. I can't wait. I can't wait. I just wish it wasn't so late in the day. Yeah. But time's on than that. <laughs> it's West you know? Yeah, it's West Coast. They push it up an hour, so you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, gotta tough it out. Gotta tough it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, be it's well, it's well worth it. Those are those should be some good. So that should be a lot. Not even some. It should be really good basketball. I'm really, mm-hmm. really psyched for that. Well, uh, Muggs, that's that's everything on uh on the docket, so to speak. Uh, is there anything else you want to get into before we say goodbye to everybody? Uh, I mean, we didn't cover it all. Love it. We covered the rumor trades, the NCAA. I mean. Gosh, we talked about our boy birthday. Give him a shout out. I mean, I got that and that. I mean, what else? I mean, I think we covered quite a pretty, you know, uh, broad topic there. You know, I think we had a good, good show there today. Yeah, no, I, it's always fun. Always great to chat with you, Muggsy. I appreciate yeah. it as always. And everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday. Everywhere podcasts are found. Believe in Hornets is the name of the show. And uh, my name is Sam. And for Muggsy Bugs, we're out of here. We out.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.